Like, like my yeah. favorite of the weird era of Rolling Stones records is when they're like the 80s living in New York, just completely coked out part of that. Or I think it's even like the late 70s, <clears throat> like the part of that SNL scene, part of the like the blues band, like the Blues Brothers bar and just like the music is not good. It's like this disco-y. Isn't, isn't that the era? Didn't, isn't that the era where either Keith Richards quit or was fired or like did Mick Jagger ever quit? I guess that's my question. Uh, I don't know because I don't know enough about the Rolling Stones. I just know that they like have always they like for almost seventy years have always existed in one form or another. And I remember, like, I mean, every fucking decade of my life, I remember a Rolling Stones things happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. but I, yeah, but yeah, those eighty, those late seventies, eighties records crack me up because it's just like, oh, the the party should have been called off a few hours ago. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, dude, I think like probably even like like the best like a whoa moment for them was like start me up which is like one of their biggest songs like that song was like literally a leftover from mm-hmm. a few different albums before and it was like they were trying to record it record it as like a reggae song and they just yeah. and it never it never worked and so they did like they did a session or they did it they did a take where they're just like let's play like a rock song and then they forgot about it and then mm-hmm. some producer or someone on their management team like was just going through old shit because they were like, well, we got to troll, we got to troll the, the well because you know they're not, they're all fighting and they all fucking hate each other. And then they were like, oh shit, dude, you guys did this song and and like all like Keith Richards has full out admitted he's like, I don't remember writing it, like, I don't remember, I don't remember recording <laughs> yeah. it. And it was it's, like it's it was a the pretty simple too. song, but it's a banger. It is. Oh yeah. And it's also that moment too where they're like, you guys are rich again, and they're like, oh, we love this, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You could buy more Coke. Oh, oh great. shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I would have to say some of my favorite albums are these like obviously coked out albums. Like uh mm-hmm. like Black Sabbath's volume four. Like yeah. Supernaut is a fucking Coke song, but it rocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so good. Like um me we were joking about this early, uh, a few days ago, but I love Le- uh, the Led Zeppelin's final record, uh, Into the Outdoor, because it's uh, kind of do too. It's mainly I mean two reasons. It's the one that John Paul Jones produced, and it's the most I, I I think it's encapsulates how bitching all four of those dudes are. Like yeah. I think that like they all get to showcase how amazing they all are as talents. It is also a full showcase of just the level of ridiculous excess that they were at. There are guitar solos written in time signatures and t- like the guitar solo on Fool in the Rain is one of the funniest fucking it sounds like someone playing a kazoo like it's nuts and it's amazing because it's jimmy page but it's like it's the weirdest neck pickup tone turned down like fucking weird noise you've ever heard you know played on like the top three strings it's (laughs) pedal nerd you know what it is it's an mxr blue box yeah, uh, it's an it's an it's an octave, uh, but yeah. but it's I mean still you want to talk about how it does not fit. It mm-hmm. just it should not fit, but they just like they're like jam it in, mm-hmm. uh, dude. That's dude. That's the thing. I I love how that album is like Jimmy Page like barely showed up because mm-hmm. he was just out of his goddamn mind on cocaine. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> listen to the riff the riff on Hot Dog. I love that's one of my favorite country songs. I love Hot Dog. <laughs> probably my favorite song on that record because it's just so here's this synthesizers and pianos and like salsa drums and it just over the top and then 
here's just a country ditty of these four assholes drunk out of their mind. And Jimmy Page's riff is hilarious. Like yep. it never stops or plays the same note. It's it, yeah. Going back to the Rolling Stones, I have to say, like, yeah, because like, yeah, an album of theirs that I really, really enjoy is uh, Some Girls. That mm-hmm. album has a bunch Good of one. fucking bangers on it, but it also has what I think is one of their worst songs they've ever fucking written, which is Shattered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Doesn't matter. like Shattered, man. Shaboogie. Uh, dude, the fuck that song's well, dude. I love it how like the song before that is Beast of Burden, which is like mm-hmm. arguably one of their best songs, and then yeah. the <laughs> album closer is Shattered, and it's like what? That's just, again, and that song. No, no, is no, no such... dude. And then if you if you really want to have if you really want to have your fucking senses kicked in the nuts, watch live versions of the song. It's worse. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm sure they're worse. all off sync and like just like <laughs> well pulling the mic away from their mouth. Like, ah, ah. Shabuki, well, shabuki, dude. Like, well, like, that, like there there was one that I watched where it's clearly just like the mixing. Again, which is more of like a local thing, but the mixing sounds super weird. It's like you can barely hear any of the guitars, and then mm-hmm. every so often, just like, and it's like, and then you hear one guy go shattered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, but no, dude, the best shattered story I have though, um, it's uh, it was from Ian's girlfriend. We were talking about the Rolling Stones, and she was just like, "Oh man, you know what? I was hanging out." Here and, and like that, this song comes on, and we like I was just talking about how much I like the Rolling Stones, and then Shatter comes on, and, and she was like, "What what fucking bullshit like rip off Rolling Stones is this?" And it's like it's the it's Rolling the, Stones. It's, it's the Rolling like, Stones. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. If you haven't like listened to their whole back catalog, you're not aware that they have just like a million songs, and they range the gamut of like mm-hmm. shit to like, oh, this is catchy, like catchy but forgettable what's your take on because i feel like the album that really is like the best example of that but it's like people love it is fucking um exile on main street oh, i, I yeah. like that record i, like no, I mean that, that record I mean... that record is rad but it's also the one where it's like it's a double album so there's like mm-hmm. like tumbling yeah. dice is probably like the, the biggest song off there and, and it's rip like this joint it's pretty good rip this oh joint. yeah rip this joint is tight and but but then i can't even tell i mean i can't even tell you any other songs off of there and I also just love how that was a period of time because, like, it happened to Led Zeppelin, it happened to the Rolling Stones, where, like, all those English bands just, like, became tax exiles, tax mm-hmm. exiles, and left yeah. England because they were like, we don't want to pay, like, it was Not something. I, I, I don't I don't blame them that it's kind of like, that's a lot of fucking money. But, yeah, it's like, what? They, so I they think- all just left left the fucking yeah. country. Bobby Keys has a fucking amazing quote about recording. He's the uh, Bobby Keys is a saxophone player. He didn't I think he played on Exile on Main Street. He doesn't play the saxophone solo on Brown Sugar, but he's like he was the guy who toured with him for a long time. Him and Keith Richards were best friends. They're born on the same day. And uh, he said something about he goes like Rolling Stones asked me to go live with them in the south of France to record a record for tax purposes. And I was married and they were like we know you're married but we're the Rolling Stones and we want you to come live with us in the South of France to record a record <laughs> for tax purposes or some shit. And he goes, 25 years old, South of France, he's shitting in high cotton. <laughs> it's like one of the best fucking lines. <laughs> like, just like, yeah, just, the, the Rolling Stones convinced me to get a divorce. You know? <laughs> 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 
I love the Rolling Stones, but if I'm going to listen to them, I'm just going to do like a greatest hit. So I'm just yeah. going to throw on like yeah. rocks or hot rocks or any one of those yeah. like compilations that are really great put together set lists, you know, like, mm-hmm. but if like I'm going to put on Exile on Main Street or some girls, I just want to listen to the record. It, it's from this era when you're just supposed to listen to it as a whole. They sat around and I mean, like, who knows to what degree, but they like, oh, these all sound like a collection of songs. I like, like, those are those, I, I feel that. When I like, I never gonna go like, oh, I need to listen to Exile because I want to listen to fucking Side Two, Song Four, you know, or whatever. I'm just like, no, I just want to listen to Exile, and you just put it on and let it fill the house. Yeah, I'd say I'd say my favorite album of theirs is uh, Sticky Fingers. Yeah, that's another really good one. Yeah, that's good. Brown Sugar, Wild Horses, Dead Number Flowers. Three. God, they just Sticky they have so many good, so many fucking good songs. <laughs> yeah, for every for every good song, there's like three mediocre and like weird disco reggae song where they're just repeating the same word over and over again (laughs) there's so many you go you go back to that era from 77 to like 83 and there are so many records that are like not you know not like start to finish great records but have like solid a side or solid a handful of tracks mm-hmm. and you will always find that there is some dorky ass white rock guy or yacht rock white guy who really wanted to do a reggae song and it's just like like the the beat the, the i bring them up again the blues brothers have one it's really awkward to listen oh. to uh jimmy buffett <laughs> created his whole but you know altered his whole career around I mean, it that, that like, just reminds me of blues brothers 2000 where uh, they like oh. don't they sing calypso oh. or something yeah they do they sing it's, calypso. it's very weird it's so weird it's it's an um i, I, think, I have like, no they, problem saying it that's one of the worst movies i've ever seen was the Blues it Brothers is 2000. yeah it's 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 like i think they talked about it on how did this get made but like they said that it sucks that it's such a terrible movie because there's some really amazing musical performances in it oh my god it's, it's like the cameos are amazing yeah it's terrible though i remember being like so stoked to see it when i was like 13 and then just go to the theater and be like, that fucking sucked. Like just knowing <laughs> like that when you have like the first time in your life and you realize something just sucked because it fucking sucked. Like it just, oh God. Yeah. Blues Brothers 2000 was that for me. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. 